time, the ever-flowing river. Come with us to a time before Islands of Adventure. When the river flowed through an unmade world, where jeeps roamed the earth. Welcome to Unbuilt Jurassic Park. of all ages to another episode of unbuilt an unrealized theme park podcast with me today as always is my co-host ryan dorman how are we doing today i'm doing wonderful yeah all right uh i am still in this uh pretty hot summer right Mm. now Uh, once again uh not to be a broken record but uh we (laughs) recorded all these episodes in july but i have to imagine that august won't be a lot better um, I have to imagine the weather is way better over there. And I know it's kind of lame. Like this is like the third time we've talked about weather to start off the podcast. Yeah, that's that's true. Eventually we we can start with the weather in the beginning. I'm sure mm. that people are always wondering. They, uh, they always <laughs> love that. It's like it's in the winter. It's snowing. Well, it's not. How interesting that is. <laughs> but <laughs> I know right now, uh, I believe when this episode is up, you'll be just ending your vacation. Yes. So, yeah, the vacation, I guess I didn't even mention on the others. Yeah, it's a drive from from Maryland to Los Angeles. Oh, my God. uh, San Francisco to Maryland again. So I will go from comfortably hot to miserably warm. And and, and by the time that the, the episode after that goes up, we will... Both, uh, I will know your pain, and I will yeah. no longer be uh, making well, fun well, of. Well, get it. <laughs> get your mask out because you're gonna have to start masking up there again. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. All right, but uh, let's not live in the present. Let's live in the past. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say the past, I mean 65 million years ago. Okay, really, I mean more like 30, 35 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Are we ready to uh, walk the dinosaur? Get, was it, get up on the floor? Everybody, Everybody walk, walk the dinosaur? The dinosaur? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go for Unbuilt Jurassic Park. Okay, so 
now we're on to our main topic. We don't really have anything to talk about uh, actually getting built today. So we're just going to go right into it. Uh, so let's start up on the history. So in 1989, Steven Spielberg and author Michael Crichton were meeting for a, a screenplay about emergency room doctors that would eventually become the basis of a television show called ER seven years later that starred George Clooney. My mom loved it. Uh, Crichton, <laughs> Everyone's mom did. All right. <laughs> Crichton informed him of his upcoming novel about a child visiting a theme park that brought dinosaurs back from extinction using hybrid genetic cloning. Despite a rewrite coming, it's not Billy the Clonosaurus. Now I, I finally have time to do what I've always wanted. Write the great American novel. Mine is about a futuristic amusement park where dinosaurs are brought to life through advanced cloning techniques. I call it Billy and the Clonosaurus. Uh, that would transfer the point of view to adults. Spielberg was immediately drawn to the idea. The book, of course, was Jurassic Park. Cue the thing. In 1990, just prior to the release of the book, various directors and studios built bid on the film rights with Universal winning them for $1.5 million, and Spielberg was set to direct. Three years later, in June 1993, Jurassic Park was released, becoming the highest grossing film of all time. In the film, paleontologists Dr. Alan Grant and Ellie Sattler are invited to the upcoming theme park located on Ila Nubar, joined by curious theorist Ian Malcolm, played by uh, John uh, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> uh, 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 by Dr. John Hammond, the park's creator. Despite his noble intentions to want children of the world to be inspired by living dinosaurs brought back from the dead, madness ensues as the park's electrical systems fail. As a result, the wild beasts run amok as our human cast struggles to survive among them after their Jeep safari tour breaks down in front of a T-Rex paddock. Spielberg was actually noted creative consultant with Universal's theme parks. He was uh, actually branded on that when they made Universal Studios Florida. He was heavily behind Back to the Future. Uh, he actually even had a, like an arms race between him and George Lucas uh, for Back to the Future of the Ride, where Lucas was like, no, nobody can do it like, you know, Disney does it. And then he took it on Back to the Future, and George was like really mad. And of course, he's you know why the ET adventure still exists there. So, is it, um, is it a hot take to say that Back to the Future is not that ride mechanism is not nearly as nice as Star Tours? Uh, it's not as it's not as advanced or as themed, but it is. It was very immersive and overwhelming, hmm. especially at the time. Hmm. I guess I only know Simpsons, Simpsons, so you only know the Simpsons. Little... You never rode Back to the Future. Right? No, I'm not yeah. young enough. Oh. For that. <laughs> old oh. enough. Yeah. Sad. That's such a great <laughs> ride. Oh, it was great. I mean, when it was in its prime, at least mm. got really herky jerky towards the end there. Uh, so he was a, a creative consultant within Universal theme parks at the time, just Universal Studios Hollywood and Florida. Since Jurassic Park was also a theme park, the student to the two seemed to go get together well. Steven envisioned a ride based on a scene from the book involving a boat ride that our protagonists use to help navigate the island. 
The attraction wasn't developed by the Goddard Group during production and immediately greenlit when the film became a smash hit. While it was slated to be built at both Universal Parks, a disagreement between Warner Brothers and Universal for IP licensing left Universal with a massive void on their planned second park in Florida that was originally called Cartoon World or Universal Studios. Uh, for more on this, we will have an entire series of episodes about Universal or Cartoon World. Trust me, it's incredible. You don't want to miss it, but that'll come in due time. So, the proposal to construct Jurassic Park The Ride on the expansion site that eventually became Men in Black Alien Attack was nixed before construction could even get started, and Jurassic Park suddenly became the headliner land for the forthcoming Universal's Islands of Adventure. Now, have you been on Jurassic Park The Ride? Yes, absolutely. Both of them. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess before the, you know, the Jurassic World renovation, but yes, yes. Yes. Um, it, it, it takes my fear of splash mountain and makes me look like a child. So. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's a pretty great ride. Do you like the uh, entire Jurassic park land in islands? Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, obviously the Jurassic, I was first introduced to the Jurassic park themed area in Hollywood. Um, yeah. The little mini land. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little tiny. It just has the discovery center. It had the, uh, the velociraptor meet and greet mm-hmm. and a, a small play area, I think for kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. something like that uh so and Jurassic Park is one of my well is one of my favorite movies because it was one of my it still is one of my mother's favorite movies ah. um it's one of those movies that gets passed down by generations um but going to the one in Florida it really is this uh, uh it really is big and and beautiful and something that I really wish I'd spent more time uh looking into um mm-hmm. just because of how amazing the 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 discovery center is which we'll we'll get to in just a little bit yeah so while universal studios hollywood opened their jurassic park the ride in june 1996 this was on the lower lot the florida iteration would not debut until 1999 with the new theme park as steven envisioned it was a boat ride that took guests for an idyllic tour through herbivore grounds until a wrong turn takes them backstage as carnivores escape due to yet another faulty electrical snafu. Close calls are had with a Dilophosaurus, a pair of Velociraptors, and eventually face-to-face with a T-Rex, as they then plunge 85 feet down a waterfall. In Florida, the attraction now dubbed Jurassic Park River Adventure was mostly identical, but now was surrounded with a massive land. Attractions that opening include the River Adventure Ride at a camp play area called Camp Jurassic with a pterodon-themed suspended roller coaster, pterodon flyers, which you can't ride unless you have a child with you. Really? Yeah, you can't. Like It has a maximum height requirement if you're a single rider. So you have to join an accompanied kid with you. It's like one of those Florida credits I've never gotten. uh, And like... Don't try. I've never done this, but you know, don't don't be the person who goes like hanging around. Can I borrow your kid? Can I borrow your kid? Well, that's uh, you, people get mad at Disney for paid fast passes, but this is just ridiculous. <laughs> it's like a twenty thousand dollar ride. Yeah, no, it's because uh, <laughs> it's because it's uh, so low capacity that they have to do that. <laughs> so uh, there's all it was also the Triceratops encounter uh, where guests got close to a massive, highly advanced dinosaur animatronic uh, and the Discovery Center with lots of restaurants and exhibits. 
there were also uh, restaurants and bars located within the land itself, as well as some carnival games. The intention was to make guests feel like they have actually gone to Jurassic Park. Uh, and it was heavily jungle forested, like incredibly mm. so. Inside the Discovery Center was a modelly island, which featured all the sites that guests could see during their time in the land, but also two attractions that they couldn't. Little did guests know that these two attractions were originally planned for the land, Jeep Safari and Helicopters. All right. So once again, there's these two massive expansion plots. If you look, you can't see them anymore because they're replaced by two other attractions, which we'll get to. But these were there at opening. So uh, Universal had these two massive expansion plots as they assumed that the popular property would be the first place to strike if the park was a hit. It was not immediately, but that's a different story totally due to marketing as well as the downturn in tourism. On the right-hand side, one attraction was pushed from opening day to a possible expansion, and this was Helicopters. This was an attraction that was surprisingly ahead of its time. So let's actually go to Disney for a second. In 1996, Walt Disney Imagineering was toying with an idea called Ultra Flight, which was a suspended flight simulator. Uh, This was originally an idea for Disney's America, then punted over to Disney's California Adventure. Various ideas were tossed around how to make it work. They hadn't come up with exactly how to do it yet. Universal Creative, however, was seeking to beat them to the punch. In Jurassic Park Helicopters, guests would enter the JP Heliport to see the island via chopper. Yet we arrive on the day they are testing a brand new concept, suspending gliders below the helicopters to provide the most intimate, villain, thrilling views of the park and its dinosaurs. Guests board their gliders and take off. Much like the River Adventure next door, it's peaceful until it's not, when we're attacked by pterodons. Eventually, our pilot is able to get us back all in one piece to the hangar. Similar to Soarin' Over California, which opened in 2001, this, this ride would have utilized guests dangling over a large screen. And then, of course, still the, uh, the Jurassic Park gates would be bent too, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and one thing I didn't mention is there's actually a, uh, a sim iWorks. Uh, if you're not familiar with sim iWorks, these are these, uh, in the early two thousands, they had these janky simulators. You would like find them malls. These are kind of like replaced with like the triotech simulators now, but they used to Mm -hmm. have one called like Dino Island. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dino Island too, and this was like the exact concept, except instead of like hang gliding over, you're just in like a little box simulator, you know, going back and rocking back and forth. But if I remember correctly, that was also like a helicopter tour over an island that was like clearly aping on Jurassic Park, and yeah, things went wrong. You got a spat with other angry dinosaurs so they, eventually somebody used this idea but they beat them to the punch yeah exactly <laughs> uh so on the left side would have been the jeep safari inspired by the a film's iconic jeep tour sequence guests would have bored their vehicles that sat 16 and four rows of four we'd swoop under a massive brachiosaurus and pass a watering hole before a dinosaur blocks our path 
we back up unknowingly into a raptor paddock and we are attacked as raptors rampage our roof. In our attempt to escape, we veer wildly out of control until the raptors run away, which reveals that we are in the presence of, of course, the T-Rex. The Tyrannosaurus chases us until we ran out of power, after which it steps on our roof, just like in the film. The power comes back just in time. We're able to evade the beast and get back to safety. So it's Mm -hmm. unknown... They seem it's like a, two very familiar ride concepts. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it is unknown what ride system the Jeep Safari ride would use, but it would have included both indoor and outdoor scenes. Presumably, the raptor attack and the T-Rex scenes were indoors. It's also not sure on exactly how they would do the... Um, the, the effects where the raptors would clutch your vehicle on top and the and the T-Rex would step on the roof. There was a similar concept for a ride we'll eventually talk about in Roger Rabbit's Hollywood Land that had this sort of flexible metal that you would attach that would create the impression of something stepping through the metal. Uh, but I don't know if they would have done that because that'd be a little bit more cartoony. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, because you don't want to see like you know the Roger Rabbit's face pushing through into the car, um, like in the cartoon. Exactly. So I guess it would be that, a bit that, more. That, that would have to like it wouldn't be elastic as right. that would be. Um. So. Uh, both of these obviously never came to pass. So in 2001, failed Tennessee coaster manufacturer, the Coaster Works, who opened two coasters and they both were immediately standing but not operating within a matter of months. Uh, was, they don't, you don't have to rub it in. You know, <laughs> they failed 20 years ago. Perhaps their I legacy know. could be a little different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was hired to look into a proposal to add a racing wooden roller coaster to the land that would have been shaped like a dinosaur skeleton, which is very familiar to an unbuilt animal kingdom roller coaster mm. uh, titled Raptor Racers. The uh, ride would feature trains painted like the Jeeps from the film and much like the coaster eventually built uh, would send guests into the Raptor paddock. I'm of course referring to the Velocicoaster which opened uh, this uh, last month or two months ago when you're hearing this. The finale would involve a dark ride portion where the tracks split and are attacked by Raptors as extra vibrations to the train would simulate the threat. Upon returning to the station, UV lighting would show claw marks on the trains to show you how close you got to the raptors. Hmm. Yeah, so it's kind of an interesting concept, but I'm very happy for Universal that they didn't go with this, but we'll talk about that (laughs) later. Uh, The last proposal to this land after Coaster Works went defunct was a Bolliger and Maviard hypercoaster themed to an Abermine. So are you familiar with Bolliger and Maviard hypercoasters? B&M? B&M. Oh, B&M. That I do know. Yes. But what's B&M. an example of one? Uh, an example, you live close to Hershey Park. Have you been to Hershey Park recently? Yes, absolutely. Uh, yes. The Candemonium. Uh, oh, okay. That is, gotcha. Yeah. A hypercoaster is any roller coaster that is over 200 feet tall. And hmm. uh, it, well, technically, if it has a 200 foot long drop, uh, it is a hypercoaster. So some hypercoasters are actually not over 200 feet. But if it goes and its first drop is over 200 feet, then technically it is a hypercoaster. Is uh, it like a G-force thing? Or like what defines hypercoaster besides the, the That's it. The that's it. It's, it's, oh, okay. it's, the, it's the height. 
Um, oh, interesting. But it is, it is also notably a model. So they do have Giga Coasters. Giga Coasters are over 300 feet tall. Or, Jeez. of course, if the drop length is 300 feet. Uh, and, uh, for example, at Busch Gardens Williamsburg, uh, Apollo's Chariot is only uh, 180-something feet tall, but it actually has like a 205-foot drop. So it's definitely mm-hmm. hyper coaster. But uh, these are these coasters uh, that B&M makes. Uh, they also have Mako in Florida. They have these super wide trains that sweep four across uh, and your lights sort of dangle. And these are amazing uh, airtime machines. They are my favorite type of coaster. Absolutely. I am immeasurably in love with them. And I hope one goes to Southern California soon. Um, so uh, this one was steam tune amber mine. A uh, steel track would rise within a mountainous mining facility, and the trains would weave in and out of the glistening golden mines and pass roaring waterfalls. It would have been basically Big Thunder Mountain on steroids. So hmm. those, yeah. So those are the four attractions uh, that were proposed for this land. So why were these not built? Well. It is unknown exactly why Helicopters was pushed from opening, whether it was a budget related or the fact that they couldn't quite crack the idea of Ultra Flight, which Disney did themselves around the time of Islands of Adventures opening. The attraction was never built after the opening due to a poor initial performance of the expansion. As for Deep Safari, it was determined that the attraction was way too similar to the River Adventure, and the T-Rex chasing was too difficult to figure out. It was also too a casualty of the park's initial woes. Uh, Raptor Racers, of course, was quickly discarded when Coaster Works went belly up, uh, which had Universal eyeing, eyeing the more proven B&M manufacturers instead. Uh, the Amber Mine coaster was far in development, was proposed to start construction in 2002 when 9-11 happened and crushed tourism as a whole. The project was soon canceled. Currently in the pot spot where many of these attractions w- w- would have been are Skull Island, Raina Kong, that's where uh, the Jeep Safari and Amber Mine would have gone, uh, as well as Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, and that is where Helicopters would have been. Uh, in 2021, the Velocicoaster opened up on the site of the former Triceratops encounter. The Velocicoaster is uh, a high-speed Intamin Blitz roller coaster. Uh, I believe you're not going to Universal on your upcoming mm, vacation. Already. Sadly, no. But I, w- I would no. be excited to see the Velocicoaster oh. if it wasn't Jurassic World, of course. <laughs> I don't care. That thing looks awesome. I do not support Chris Pratt. Not for any <laughs> political reason. I just think he's kind of... I can't say it. It's like it's going to be explicit. Mm. <laughs> this well, podcast is restraining. Well, why, <laughs> you could just you could just put like sunglasses and headphones on through the queue, and then just take them off, and then go on the roller coaster, and you don't have to encounter Chris Pratt at all. So that's a good go. point. Yeah, I, yeah. I could just uh, I could just, it does look pretty cool. Um, I guess maybe I can go on Candemonium and think that it's maybe Incredico or Velocicoaster. Uh, wow. I, I well, you would more likely go on something like Skyrush or. Or no, Fahrenheit, I can't handle that. Or um, Fahrenheit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because that's going to be closer to what you're going to do. Like, Cannemonium's a lot of fun, I'm sure. But I think it's just this coaster. This coaster is, woohoo! Wow. Wow. It is intense. Yeah, it seems like it. Um, yeah. I don't. I think the uh, Cannemonium's taller, right? 
Uh, Candemonium is indeed taller. Yes. Yeah, I thought but so. This, but uh, this one is pretty fast and pretty tight. Uh, I've been yeah. on uh, Maverick at Cedar Point and it is one of my favorite roller coasters ever. And I'm just, oh, I can't wait for October to ride this thing. It looks amazing. Well, it seems like then. Uh, well, I guess we can get. Let's. We'll get. Uh, we can get to the. Well, presumably the Velocicoaster would not have been built had these things been built. Um, mm, yeah, you're right, and that's always a thing. Well, that's part of the what thing. if here. Like, what if yeah. these were built? Seems like we wouldn't get a roller coaster of the level of Velocicoaster. Um, I mean, I guess they could have torn it down, but it seems like you know, assuming these had been built and stayed, mm-hmm. uh, we wouldn't get the Velocicoaster. Exactly. Uh, so. What if? What if any of these four attractions were built? Are they good ideas, or they're too similar to existing attractions in the area? And would helicopters change the way we saw similar fly- flying theater attractions? And that 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 is what I want to start out with because hmm. that is a fascinating idea. Now, would Universal have cracked the idea? Because we all know the famous story about the Imagineer who was in his attic playing the, with the Erector set, and he figures it out. This is how you make it work. Um, so presumably universal would have figured out a different way to do it, whether it's maybe they figure some way of doing like ET, but they remove the floor and you do it kind of like that right? or something like that. Um, so, but the fact is that when Soren opened up, the whole idea about Soren is your hang gliding over environments. Now, have you been to what I like to lovingly refer to as a Soren ripoff attraction? Let me think. I don't think I've ever done a ripoff, actually, which I was going to mention it a second ago. But I, what is it? There's a Lego movie one. Or you mean like ones like in like Niagara Falls and stuff like or that? Yeah, like yeah any ones. of those. Any of those. Yeah. I think uh, I, I don't think so. Maybe. I don't think so. Why are they not presumably not very well, good? Actually, I've been to a, I've been to at least one of them. That was the Wings Over Washington in mm. Seattle. And it was really good. Like they had they had uh, an entire forest set that you walked into. And That's then cool. you went above and they got into this very good compact area um flyover is actually building one here it opens up in uh september and i'm really Hmm. excited to do that um these attractions are very well done for what they are especially in fitting them into compact areas the one thing that these all have in common though well there's two two things number one they're very similar to the soar model and Hmm. and the other thing is they're all based around the idea of flying over environments because right. that's what's so popular about Soren. We always like to say Soren is not a thrill ride, it's chill ride, right? Absolutely. I think yeah, the original Soren particularly because I think the new one be- twists a little bit more towards like set pieces and stuff like that. Um but yeah, the original Soren, the one that really broke the theme park world at the time, certainly was just a meditative attraction. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I yeah, I was going to I was going to say I wonder how helicopters would have affected the way we even see those rides because if you released an attraction that was Soren with dinosaurs, I wonder if Disney would have felt so comfortable in releasing a very, you know, simple and basic ride years later right well that's the thing you could go well you know people uh, when when soren opened it was seen as 
the highlight of California Adventure. It was like the one thing like people would come back and say, well, this, this right. is the good stuff. And in the other case, it would be like, well, this is just this is just kind of like a more boring version of Helicopters. Yeah, like, it doesn't have any dinosaurs, doesn't have any, you know, fantasy aspects and stuff like that. It's just, we're not it's even just, attacked by pterodactyls on this one. It was I, it would boring. Barely, yeah, hypothetically, let's say Helicopters is built. I wonder if the pitch would even make it through at DCA in the same level. And at that point, DCA would just capitulate because that was I one know. of the few things. <laughs> exactly. Um, and that's a, you also have to think of it not even affecting its own park, but other parks as well. But there's also the idea of what if Universal kind of got it wrong and Disney mm. got it right with this ride system? They could have had a totally different ride system. And then people rode the Disney one. It's like, well, this is how you do it. Yeah. Part of me wonders if like the whole idea lends itself more to free gliding and something a bit lighter. And I wonder if Helicopters would have been too ambitious in the beginning to turn people mm-hmm. away from the concept in general, that they might right. have seen it and said, oh, I don't even... You know, I don't even know if this would have been I don't even I don't even like this. Why would I go on Disney's, you know? Exactly. And you know, it's it's this would have been probably more intense because there's right. an entire scene where you're attacked by pterodons, or at least a helicopter is, and things start getting a little bit more jerky. Maybe they would have had you in more of a stormy situation and you would be flying over scary dinosaurs. So you know, it wouldn't have been exactly kid friendly as mm-hmm. well. Uh, it's it's an interesting concept. Now, would this have worked better if, let's say, they did a a, a Jurassic Park attraction where nothing went wrong? And Velocicoaster technically is one of those attractions uh, because right. nothing goes wrong on that ride. It's just exactly what's supposed to be a thrilling roller coaster, right. um, and. If they just had an attraction where you glided over dinosaurs and that's it. I think that would have been rather exciting. I I think that would have been a really good introduction. And as long as the CGI was not, you know, 1999 CGI, which it was. Oh, that's right. It would have been. Because if you look at the Spider-Man, like 1999, they redid it. But yes, it's supposed to be a comic book, but it's still pretty primitive. Hmm. Yeah, I could imagine that. Again, because you're having to rely so heavily on animated video, Jurassic Park, the original, has decent CGI. It's not bad. It really isn't. In fact, a lot of it is, is except for some of the more, you know, big shots. Or, mm-hmm. It's easy to confuse it for, uh, you know, props and stuff like that. Yeah. That being said, I don't think the budget would have went to a theme park. And especially mm-hmm. at the time... I don't know. I don't know how much that would have worked, but it certainly is like really neat to know that Universal was fielding ideas similar to Soren uh, nearly half a, I guess, what is that? A couple of years, sorry, before mm-hmm. Disney would finally capitalize and, and really do that. Well, I, I think it was also shared industry uh, talk. Uh, a lot of people right. were talking about this ultra flight concept. Um, Mm -hmm. so that's, that's kind of why it caught on like wildfire with, you know, others kind of backing on it and jumping on and coming up with their own ideas because it is a universally beloved idea right now. Right. That's why they're popping up all over the globe and people love these flying theater attractions and like, okay, so my dad, uh, not to get too personal, but my dad had a stroke and, Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things they said, he can't do roller coasters or thrill rides. 
But one thing he can do is these flying theater attractions. So we got him on that Wings Over Washington attraction, and he loved it. It was great. It was great to ride a, a, a theme park ride, sort of, with my dad. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the great things about these attractions is that grandmas and grandpas can do it. That's and a good point. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's a, a massive thrilling attraction that isn't too thrilling and that's very interesting to think about somebody originally wanted to attempt this as a thrill ride first before not you know doing a more chill version of it yeah perhaps with additional thought uh they could have turned this into a good balancing attraction to the river adventure which does mm-hmm. have the part in the beginning frankly my favorite part of river adventure is the very beginning Benny, like where yeah. you have the very calm uh excuse me jurassic park like a, a river voyage and then it gets into the whole ah, everything's going wrong mm-hmm. but it would have been neat to see a very chill balance uh to the river adventure with with something like helicopters in its current state though obviously we're going to get into this now, I guess Uh, all the attractions are very reflective except for maybe the Amber mine of the Jurassic park river tour. Yes. Uh, And that's to just copy the exact plot of the film of mm-hmm. beauty and then scary, right? It's right, a, pretty exactly. much identical. And because, it's that's, that's kind of all lazy. the films are about, right? Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of lazy. And for something like Jeep Safari, my first thought was not only does it sound like river adventure, but it sounds like dinosaur. Uh, yes, the, it does. The ride yes, it vehicle does. Well, the, they would. I don't know any other way that they could have designed these ride vehicles besides dinosaur. Uh, mm-hmm. Less looking like a worse version of dinosaur. Well, um, this one or, had a roof, except that. That's only true. like, yeah. That's a good point. And this one was going to be, you know, more interactive and more intense and probably a little more familiar. I mean, this thing is about dinosaur is um, a dinosaur is like off brand Jurassic Park in so many it's ways. True. Yeah. Yes, I know technically it's based on. Uh, a movie that uh, Disney's stupid secret lab was making at the time called Dinosaur. And that film was indeed like trying every single possible way to get different dinosaurs that were not related to Jurassic Park. Like, well, didn't this wait? So didn't that ride open after or before it opened? It's open before. But the movie was in development. So why'd they call it Countdown to Extinction? Okay, so they called it Countdown to Extinction originally, but they were like, well, we want to eventually tie it into this movie. But so can we get like uh, what we're going to do an Iguanodon? So the Iguanodon, can we have that be the MacGuffin? They're like, okay, fine. Okay, here's some preliminary footage of the Iguanodon. Can you just put this into your pre show? That's fine. Whatever. Uh, so they do that. So they put that in there. And then a dinosaur is about to come out and Eisner gets these like really cold feet. And he goes, uh, can we just like um, rename the entire attraction dinosaur <laughs> and just make it about the movie? Kind of. Because I need this film to be a big hit. It was not. Naturally, it was. But nobody really that. It actually made a lot of good money, but no, it never caught on. I don't think I have. I've seen bits and pieces. I saw it at daycare at a grocery store years ago. <laughs> they said like a place to dump really, your kids. I, I remember s- seeing it. I saw it in theaters. It's so sorry. boring. It's so yeah. boring. 
Maybe I'll watch. I'll watch it tonight. There we go. Yeah. The only interesting um, thing about it is the fact that the plates are shot in live action, and they superimposed uh, CGI on top of that. But that seems like an utter pain. Like that it seems like only, more difficult than CGI. <laughs> it's the only interesting thing about it. It's so boring. Um, uh, you're wishing that some time rovers would hop in there at any one time. <laughs> just kill all the dinosaurs. Well, right. they, well, actually, so interestingly enough, uh, part of that Jeep Safari thing would be borrowed or well, make its way or inadvertently into first the tram tour in Universal Hollywood. Um, but then, of course, to that expansion pad with uh, Kong Skull Island, which yeah. does do that kind of roof jumping on. Kind, yeah, the, because you know, it does thing. it with these uh, trackless, these trackless vehicles that are based on, uh, I believe, uh, trackless cargo vehicles mm-hmm. that would drive around, um, uh, drive around for uh, for factories, and right. uh, they put that on that tram simulation base and had it kind of rock from there so yeah, well, i think you similar can, yeah like the monkey the monkey it has a name king kong grabs your car right and it shakes your car from the top i think or they're fighting on top of it yes they're fighting the, on top of it and you you kind of feel like a uh, bam 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 yeah kind of like on top of you and that was taken directly from the tram version Yes, yes, because yes. I di- I remember I did the tram version a year or so before I think they mm-hmm. opened Skull Island. So it's certainly, I mean, certainly it, it maybe wasn't directly borrowed from this, but it's it's interesting to see that a similar idea mm-hmm. um, was built right, well, was built on that spot. Right. Um, and then Forbidden Journey is, uh, that's the Hogwarts one, yes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that that's also interesting because my first thought was for helicopters, well, if you're going to make something energetic, why would you put it on the screen? Instead, you could just take mm. the Kula arm or Kukla arm, arm style. Yeah. Well, yeah, which and, technically, to be fair, didn't exist. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But the, the the style of having your 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 seats on like a big arm that I right. guess loads mm-hmm. down into the area, it's it almost seems like for helicopters, it wouldn't have worked in helicopters to do it like Harry Potter, but similar. Uh, there is like a similar ride structure to that. Yeah. To having your you you're being. Um, I guess what uh, you're flying, quote unquote, you mm-hmm. know, and being held up and suspended by some arm so that your feet can dangle. Uh, and both would probably be equally as nauseating for very different reasons. So <laughs> now for Jeep Safari, did you did you see this like Twitter thing that happened? Uh, like, I want to say like a few months ago where mm. this rando was like ranting about why is the Jurassic Park ride a boat ride? Why isn't it a Jeep ride? This makes no sense. It was a Jeep ride in the movie. And people were like trying to explain, okay, well, this is, you know, Steven based it on this and that they were going to do it, but it was deemed too difficult. And she basically like shoved everyone down and called them all dorks, Um, Mm. which was so so funny. That that is a good (laughs) response. I think more people should be comfortable (laughs) saying that anyone who disagrees with them is a loser. (laughs) Uh, so um but it it is a fair fact and this is one the thing that universal was aware of and that's why jeep safari was even proposed in the first place it's creative going this is what happens in the movie this is what people want to experience in the movie but of course those things are a little harder to pull off than others and like how like in Dinosaur, it, and again, we keep going back to Dinosaur. The Carnotaurus chases after you. 
and right. it doesn't it doesn't go on for long. So how would you be able to do it like the movie Jurassic Park in the Jeep Safari ride? Would you know? Would you have to have some way of doing with the um with the the rear view mirrors, just like in the you know scene, and you see the dinosaur, you see the T Rex in the mirrors. But for some reason, when you look back, you're not seeing it. It, you know, how do you make that work? How do you do the dinosaur putting its its foot on your car on there? You know, how do you get that same scene of Tim and Lexi, you know, kind of like going under the glass, like frightened beyond their wits? You don't want mm-hmm. to do that because it's super traumatizing. Just kill some, yeah, kill some people. Like you know, you know the Jurassic World movie. I really want to see, and uh, it's too bad they they need to that have sentence has never been to... uttered before. <laughs> that sentence, has, I don't I think what? you're the first person to ever start. I want to hear the end of it, but I, that sentence has never let's, been started like that. Let's let's do a Jurassic Park sequel where it's just about Tim and Lexi. There's no dinosaurs, mm. and it's just them in therapy getting over their trauma, their shared trauma. This I would love time. that they like, went like, to Ila Nubar and almost got eaten. Spielberg comes back and makes a traumatic movie on the level of AI. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, with yeah. the two kids, it's just therapy scenes, and it's just like it's like Marriage Story level where it's, <laughs> it's Adam Driver's Tim, and he's just like every time. Every day I see him in my mind is a T Rex, and he's hitting on walls. <laughs> That's what I want to see personally. I I never want happen. to see another Jurassic World movie. So you oh, can I, I can I cannot wait for Jurassic World Dominion because Fallen Kingdom was hilarious. I thought that movie was hilarious. That is riot. one of the most forgettable movies I've it ever was, seen in my life. I don't remember me, a second of that movie. It gave me so many laughs, not intentionally, I, but it gave me so many laughs. It was so stupid. Y- you know, this is it's interesting. Um well, I don't want to go too deep onto Jurassic World, <laughs> but it's like when we're now that we're talking about Jurassic oh. Park, I'm thinking a lot about the old ride and how, though I think uh, it's a, it's a good criticism, right? That the, the 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 maybe it should be a Jeep ride, right? It shouldn't be a bit river ride, but right. the one thing that it does really well, and perhaps it's just some really creative design and uh, uh, John Williams, but it captures some level of magic, I think, in a slow meandering mm. boat ride because it feels. The magic of the movie, which I think is a little bit in my mind, goes to like Disney boat ride. And it's like, OK, I'm more willing to to feel something. Uh, and it's something that isn't quite captured in Jurassic World. And I think it's mm. because that movie has no charm and no magic. And it's pretty awful, <laughs> um, which is interesting, because if you asked me, should the Jurassic World ride be a uh, a Jeep ride? The answer would be 100 percent. Yeah. Because then it's, you know, it's active and it's an action ride and that's what the movie is. But uh, as a boat ride, no, that doesn't make any sense. Well, so Velocicoaster inter- better serves it. It's interesting you should say this. So uh, Universal Studios Beijing will have soft open most likely by the time this comes out. So as the time of this recording, I haven't seen any point of views and I'm not going to Beijing anytime soon. So mm. let's be honest, but they do have an entire Jurassic world area and these are entirely new attractions. So you don't have a Velocicoaster there. You don't have a river adventure ride there. You have a uh, ride that is based on the Spider-Man Slash Transformers Oceaneering vehicle system, 
but it's a combination of animatronics and screens. So it's 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 much more uh, varied, unlike Transformers or uh, Spider-Man. I mean, neither one has animatronics, but Transformers doesn't even have any moving parts. Uh, but uh, so that uh, is going to be sort of sort of the answer to that question of could they make that work? Well, hmm. this is that. This is exactly that. You right. Uh, pictures have leaked where you go driving through a wrecked main. You know they have they have that main street like city walk area. You actually oh like, yeah the one where the guys holding the two margaritas and he's yes, getting eaten yeah, by Jimmy the Buffett, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah yeah yeah. You actually go into there and you actually That's, see it. They actually constructed it. Wait, is that Jimmy Buffett or is he just at the yeah, No, it's Jimmy Buffett. That is Jimmy Buffett. That's the real Jimmy Buffett? That's the real Jimmy Buffett. Wow. He, that's the Make one memorable thing he's ever done. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, if you want to escape to Margaritaville, the musical is not enough for you. You know, I, I knew somebody who saw that. Um, really? She said it was awful. The one in oh, Broadway? Sure it was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, she it closed it was... up in seconds. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, she was in high school and... Um, Every, she said she was the youngest person there because everyone else is like 50. Because yeah. it's Jimmy Buffett. Well, I look okay. The well, so it's interesting. I guess we don't want to talk too much about what's there now, but um, yeah. I think it's Jurassic Park still, right? Uh, in Beijing, no, in, in I'm sorry, in um, uh, uh, Florida. So in Florida, it's interesting, it is a mix of Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. So, right, the Velocicoaster right. is Jurassic World. And everything outside of the Jurassic World area is Jurassic Park. Uh, this was done because, simply put, they didn't want to spend the money in on it. That's, that's the it. right that's, answer. That's, that's the right oh idea. I don't really care. I, I, I think the Jurassic World ride at uh, Universal Studios Hollywood is amazing. That Indominus Rex. No, that's the only animatronic good part. Don't is lie. so amazing. Don't lie. Uh, animatronics are approved. Uh, and I would have some good screens at the end. Oh my gosh. All over. Anyways, back to, back back to the unbuilt stuff. I think that of these, the one that I'm the least interested in, of course, is the Raptor racers. Well, it's also the fact that, uh, it seems like it would have been, if it was built, if if it was built, it would have been Died by now we would have probably have gotten the velocicoaster to replace it yeah the the looking at concept art uh the raptor racers looks like a little you know wild mouse with some interesting uv light stuff that can make it look interesting and maybe like a dark red portion with raptors but yeah, yeah i don't know yeah this is it's probably it looks cheap. Not, it looks cheap it definitely looks cheap now the BNM with the amber mine, yeah, the, right. the amber mine that would have been neat because it would have been these giant mountains. Now, in Camp Jurassic, they actually have an amber mine area that you can walk through, uh, and which really doesn't make sense because in Jurassic Park, the amber mines were not located on Ila Nublar, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, but the interesting thing is that this would have been a Jurassic Park ride. Without dinosaurs. Hmm. It's like Big Thunder Mountain almost. Yeah. Oh, you wrote that. Okay, sorry. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Uh yeah, absolutely. So so yeah, like you like you thankfully wrote in the in, in this update. 
um yeah it would be close to big thunder mountain railroad i guess um which is interesting but i guess you you're that in fairness in fairness to the engineers there is a problem dinosaurs are not fun mm-hmm. besides the herbivores they're not fun and when you're making a thrilling coaster you don't want a calming little dinosaur Unless you intend to make it like... Do you mean the carnivores are more fun, not the herbivores? No, the herbivores are more fun. Really? Let me me rephrase. So when I say fun, I mean like like a clown. That's a bad example. (laughs) Like a... Like cotton candy is fun. You know what I mean? Okay. A tiger is not fun. It's scary and cool, right? So Mm -hmm. when, when you're making an attraction, if you're making a high thrill attraction, right? Like a roller coaster, like a Jeep adventure you kind of are going to end up copying the river adventure because you don't want to just copy it, but how else are you going to put a T-Rex in there? Right. It's gotta be scary. And that's what happens Mm -hmm. at the end. It's big and scary. Um, which is why that helicopters idea you had would have been really interesting to get a side of the, the beginning of Jurassic Park, right? But then I guess that goes against the idea of Jurassic Park. Yeah, you're not supposed to feel the majesty of Jurassic Park. You're right. supposed to regret it. Right, exactly. It's, <laughs> right. it's kind of the thing of where like, you know, for instance, Elon Musk is kind of like not thinking it through <laughs> when he goes, well, we can we can uh, build, make dinosaurs. We could totally do it. It's like, Elon, did you watch the movie? There was an end to that movie. If you, if you, if you, <laughs> yeah, no. Well, that's where the Amber, the Amber mine might've been a cool coaster, especially because they build like the whole environment around it. But if it doesn't have dinosaurs and it really is just nature's wonderland on crack, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine that it would have been that interesting. And I kind of think that they would have removed it because I bet a lot of consumers would have asked the obvious question. When are there going to be dinosaurs, dinosaurs. on your dinosaur attraction? Right, right? exactly. They would have ended up Bloom knocking right. on the glass. And I think the fact that it would it would have been a B&M hypercoaster. So this would have right. been a fantastic roller coaster. It would have mm-hmm. been well-themed. I don't foresee Universal having probably removed it. And I think people would have enjoyed it, but they would that definitely there would be that criticism that would have gone through. Yeah. Uh, so we move on to our last part. Do we build it or no? So let's go down the list. Uh, hmm. Helicopters, build it or no? Uh, it seems like bad Soren. So I, 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 ah. I uh, actually, yes. I say, let me rephrase. My, I too cynical. My answer is yes, simply because uh, it would have been neat to see a different take on Soren, but I don't know if it would have been best to build it before Soren because maybe we wouldn't have gotten Soren. Mm-hmm. I think so, it would have been a fascinating thing to see. Right. I don't know how it would have been pulled off. Uh, if it would have existed, I would say just build it because why not? Let's roll the dice, see what it w- uh, the world of flying attra- theater attractions would have been today. Yeah. Uh, absolutely 100% fascinated with that. So uh, what about the uh, Jeep Safari? Uh, I, I think it's too similar to the River Adventure. And yeah. I, I would say that I don't think it should have been built. I think it's better left on the cutting room floor. Yeah, same here. I think it's just the same thing we've seen. Yes, the idea of a of T-Rex stomping on our vehicle. Cool idea, but... We we have the river adventure. We don't need to see this again. Uh, yawn. I'm happy <laughs> with with Skull Island instead. Uh, hmm. Raptor racers. I think both of us would just say no. 
No, I, I you know, no, just no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Amber Mine, Amber Mine B&M Hypercoaster. The way that I'm reading about it makes me think it's like Everest, but even less engaging because there's no, there's not even a static figure. As much mm-hmm. as I like the idea of a an empty scenic Jurassic Park ride, it doesn't feel connected enough to the source material. And simply for a logistical sense, I don't think unless they were going to, you know, have it be an active dinosaur attraction, uh, I think that consumers would be pretty frustrated and they dodged a bullet by not even no matter how good the coaster would have been on its own. I think they dodged a bullet by not building a dinosaurless dinosaur attraction. You're right, but mm. a part of me is torn. It's, it's so still torn. a hypercoaster, right? It's yeah. still a BM hypercoaster. It's a BM hypercoaster, <laughs> which which they have in Orlando. They have Mako, which is one of the best coasters ever made. I'm standing on that. Back mm. off, haters. Uh, and it's like, oh, but oh, it, it would have been like really neat. A hypercoaster with all this amazing theming. And, you know, I don't know if I would have that over Skull Island, but would I rather have that over Velocicoaster is the question. And mm. looking at Velocicoaster, I'm going to say probably not. Velocicoaster looks really amazing. I would much rather ride that. Like we said, if Ambermine existed, that wouldn't exist. Yeah, I think so, so. Too big of a commitment. Right. It's it's too similar of the same thing. So I, I would I'm going to have to reluctantly say no. So that's that's like one yes and three no's on mm. these unbuilt uh, Jurassic Park attractions. Uh, and once again, uh, Beijing is opening up. That'll have also like a Mac empowered inverted coaster, which uh, will take you through an aviary, which is an interesting idea because that was actually in undone thing of the river adventure was originally going to have a point where you went into a, uh, a pterodon aviary. And what do you think happens? They, they try to attack you. They swoop down, oh, absolutely. they attack you and they, they go nuts over you. Yeah, I wonder um, how they do that. AR would be cool. I'm not sure. Well, I mean, it was 1996, so it would probably well, be, yeah, exactly. It would probably be uh, some on strings. <laughs> they yeah, go, that's a, yeah, that's it's kind of like, like bats in uh, Big Thunder Mountain. Or... Yeah, or you know, the pterodon in a uh, dinosaur going back to dinosaur again. Oh, duh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, um, that is unbuilt Jurassic Park. I do love Jurassic Park, and mm. I even like Jurassic world for all of its faults because I like the stupid dino action. I even watched the, um, the camp Cretaceous, the baby the only, show, the only, the only one of those baby DreamWorks shows I will watch because it has pretty good dinosaur scenes. And, Oh boy. And it is, <laughs> it's, it's pretty dumb, but I also really like bumpy, which is one of the dinosaurs in it. If it's dinosaurs, it's kind of like, kind of like crack, and I will, <laughs> I will go for it, especially in the Jurassic Park universe. Um, I, I really do hope that. I'm sorry, I know you're so against this, but I would love for Jurassic World to come Shame. take over that entire land, the entire land, Chris and make it Pratt fresh. Sucks. Again. 
Colin Trevorrow's awful. <laughs> I don't care about them. I just want to see new, shiny, fresh dinosaurs. Have you ever seen the Book of Henry? Oh, I've heard about the Book of Henry. It's Let's see, go bad. go go watch that. Uh, I've seen it. Go watch that, and then you'll never want another Jurassic World <laughs> thing ever again. It's that heinous. Uh, I don't care. Just give me give me a dinosaur, and I'll be happy. I'll be like, yay. Mm. Uh, or just laughing at it, like how stupid Jurassic Park uh, Fallen Kingdom was. Just, oh, boy. Oh, so silly in the movie. So silly. All right. So um, I think that wraps it up for today here on Unbuilt. Uh, do you have anything else to say? Nope. Uh, this was a good one. And I'm, uh, of course, excited to hear about more Unbuilt attractions in the future. Yeah, so in the meantime, please follow us on social media on Twitter and soon to come Facebook, if not already. Feel free to email us at unbuiltpod at gmail.com for all your comments and corrections. Or you can do that on Twitter as well. Rate us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Anchor, wherever this podcast can be found. Please write a review and tell us how we're doing. And if you don't like us, thank you for listening to Podcast The Ride. I'm Scott Gardner. We'll see you here next time. See you guys.